Hello, everybody, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Cinema Recall Podcast. I'm your host, The Vern, and I'm continuing my series of movies that changed my life. Now, we're going back to the year 1984, and it was a time when my mom took me to see a little-known movie called Ghostbusters. Now, this would be the first horror movie I remember seeing in theaters. Now, I know a lot of you out there are saying, Vern, what are you talking about? Ghostbusters is not a horror film. It is a comedy classic. And yes, I would agree with you on that 100%. But I was at the age of six or seven when I saw this for the first time. And it scared the shit out of me when I watched it, okay? And there was one moment in particular that just scared me the most. It happens right at the beginning of the movie. Now, before I saw this movie, I saw Jaws. And that movie terrified me a bit. So that was probably the first horror movie I saw was Jaws. And then a year after Ghostbusters, I watched A Nightmare on Elm Street. And so those three movies kind of like got my interest into horror. And so we're going to get back to Ghostbusters. So I remember going to theaters with my mom to see this movie. And I, when I, how do I say this now? I remember seeing ads and TV spots for this movie. And I thought it was going to be an all out comedy. Because all the scenes I've seen of this movie looked like it was going to be a hilarious movie. So when the movie opens, you know, the librarian, she's carrying her books and doing her rounds. You're seeing the books float in. I'm thinking that's cool. She gets freaked out by a ghost. I'm thinking, okay, good start. And then we meet uh, Peter Vakebin, Bill Murray's character, and he's doing the the whole, like, shock therapy treatment to the college students. And I thought that was kind of funny, even though he's being kind of a dick. It was still a very funny sequence. So I was getting into the humor of the movie. Then the Ghostbusters, this time it was just uh, Peter, Ray, and Egon, you know, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Hal Ramis. They get to the library. They go into the basement of the library. And then Bill Murray's collecting the slime And I thought it was funny, him wiping his hands on everything to get the slime off. But then they see the ghost. And the ghost is this librarian. And Peter, uh, Bill Murray's character, goes to talk to her. And she just turns around and goes, shh. Well, Ray, Dan Eckert's character, um, he decides that what they're going to do next is they are going to sneak up on this librarian ghost. And so all three of them, you know, uh, Peter, Ray, and Egon, they sneak up to her, Ray's at the front, and he just goes, get her. And then when that librarian turns around and you see that demon face on her and she screams, at that moment, at that time when I was that young boy at the age of six, I just got up and I ran. I ran really fast out of the theater. Okay, well, I may be paraphrasing that a little bit there. I didn't quite run, but I remember going out to the library, not the library, the lobby, and just being just 
petrified, scared. And my mom had to come out and get me. And she was like, Jason, Jason, that's my real name, by the way. Jason, Jason, don't be scared. It's going to be okay. And I was like, Mom, that's a horror movie. I can't watch horror movies. You know I can't watch horror movies. I'm not old enough to watch a horror movie. And she's like, no, Jason, it's a comedy. I swear, it's a comedy. Uh, sorry, why there? And so I was freaking out. And my mom had to like bribe me with like a toy or fast food or something because I did go back to the theater and sit down and watch it. And I felt a whole slew of different emotions when I watched this movie. You know, I felt more fear, especially at the moment when Dana Butler, Sir Gordon Reeves' character, gets taken. She has all those hands come out of her chair and they drag her back to the, the other dimension or whatnot and she becomes a dog that moment scared me but i laughed a lot too especially when lewis tully rick moran's character gets locked out uh i actually laughed at the moment when he's being chased by the dogs and he gets to the restaurant and he's pounding on the glass and everyone's just looking at him all weird and then he turns around and he sees the dog, but they can't. And he gets attacked and then they go back to the dinner. I found that to be funny and I understood the humor. So the, the way this movie changed my life, it's because it's a movie where I felt a whole slew of different emotions, okay? Um, I even got sad when I thought uh, Data Butler, Sarah Gordon Weaver's character, uh, was dead after being inside of a dog. And when she came to life and everyone lived happily ever, I did have little tears of joy. So it was the first movie that had a whole range of different emotions for me. You know, fear, uh, comedy, drama. And I actually could recognize a director manipulating his audience. And I think Ivan Reitman did a great job as director. I think both Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd did a good job with the story. So, yeah, I have to say, Ghostbusters really did change my life and let me look at movies and a narrative aspect of it, if that makes any sense at all. Uh, but yes, but I will say that this was probably the first horror movie that I did see in theaters. Um, so yes, there it is, Ghostbusters, a movie that changed my life. Uh, now, we are going on a slight little hiatus next week or so i'm actually prepping cast members and scripts we are going to put together an audio drama of night of the living dead I actually have our cast members picked out it's gonna be really kind of fun and exciting and i'm excited for you to hear it once we actually do record that because i'm actually going to take our uh script to read and add in music and sound effects same thing that i did before with Plan 9 from Outer Space, uh, originally for the Lair of the Unwanted podcast. This time we're actually going to be doing our own audio drama. And very excited for you to hear that. Um, we, oh boy. Now, we do have a Patreon page, which is Cinema Recall Pod. And I apologize immensely for not putting most stuff on there. Um, I just, it's tough coming up with like concepts here. And I know I could just release episodes there early, but I don't want to do that just yet. I don't think I've got strong enough of a followership for that, uh, but maybe we'll do something. Uh, in the meantime, check out all of our episodes. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can actually 
find a lot of them on our website, which is cinemaretail.net. Um, we do actually have a review on Apple Podcast, and I want to read this right now. This comes from the Fat, Drunk, and Stupid Podcast, who gave us a five-star rating and wrote, Enjoy the show. Great stuff. Rob from Fat, Drunk, and Stupid. Well, Rob, thank you very much for the shout-out. I greatly, greatly appreciate that very much that you would do that. Uh, if you want to check out the Fat, Drunk, and Stupid podcast, they are on Twitter at FDS Podcast 7 Definitely want to give them a shout-out for that nice review for us. So, yes, if you want to leave us a review uh, on Apple Podcasts, we will definitely read your review and share your twiddle, Twitter, not twiddle, Twitter handle with our listeners, okay? So, again, thank you very much. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you listened to it before they got deleted, that's because I made some mistakes on there, and I apologize immensely. We are available on the social meds at... Twitter on <laughs> we're available on Twitter at cinema underscore recall and we're available on Google not Google Podcast Facebook Instagram at cinema recall podcast there's too many things right now that we're involved with uh yes but I hope you all have a great day and have a great weekend stay safe out there uh, I know a lot of places are opening up but don't be an idiot when you're visiting people. All right. Good night, everybody. Take care. Goodbye.